0: But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Welcome to Family Talk, keeping your pack on track. Family Talk, the Gospel Compass production. Hey guys, it's Tammy here for Family Talk this week. And I want to talk to you guys a little bit about Um, what happens in your home? So we have been talking a little bit about that these past few weeks. In the last family talk that I joined you on with Pastor Tim and I, um, we hit some pretty tough topics. And so um, first I wanna start out with family. If you have a family, if you are a parent, then you have, chances are, had that child from a very young age in your home, right? And so um, we kind of use marbles to help show how many weeks we have with our kids. That's a good way to think about things. So like what you do with your weeks are important. And so here's what we've got. So when a child is born at birth, we have 936 weeks with our child until they turn 18 and go away. Okay, so each one of these, there are 936 marbles in these jars. Okay, so that's a lot of weeks, right? A ton of weeks. And so when you're looking at it like that, it's like, oh, I've got all this time. And then you start removing them. And then you start realizing after you remove a couple of weeks or after you, you remove several weeks, you start realizing, well, suddenly, oh, okay, I've still got a lot. But then they really start disappearing. And before you know it, you're going to be like me. This is all I have left with my baby. I have two marbles left in this jar. That means I have two weeks left with him. Two weeks before he flies my nest and I officially become an empty nester. And you guys, when it gets here, the urgency is real. I'm telling you, the emotions are real. And you start thinking, where did all these weeks go? What did I do with these weeks? And so I can even take, you know, some of these are little weeks. I couldn't tell you what happened in some of these little weeks with him. But then there's these big ones. And we all have big weeks and we all have little weeks. And I can look back and remember some of these big weeks. I remember him getting his driver's license. I remember him getting his braces and and dealing with wanting to eat pizza and chew gum and eat Sour Patch kids. Uh, I mean just lots of things here. I remember our first trip to Disney World together. I remember um, his salvation week when he was baptized. There are lots of big weeks in here and I tell you I'm going to miss it. So one of the things I'm going to miss most about Matthew is watching him play basketball. That is one of his biggest passions. I love watching him play but here's something that I do know several of these little marbles Represent when his life. That was the hours, the days, the weeks we spent practicing for basketball. Not only us taking him to practices and watching him practice, but watching him um, work on his skills in the driveway, his dribbling skills, his passing skills. Um, we would come, we're very blessed that we have access to our church's gym. And we would come, he and I would come and spend hours on a Friday night, just the two of us, um, just playing what we call around the world where I'm just passing the ball to him and he's working on his three-point shot on each, each area. Those are awesome. And then when we get to see him play and see all of that practice and hard work come to fruition, it's just an amazing feeling. And I'm gonna miss not only watching him play, but just being with him and watching him put that hard work and practice with him. And so the thing is, whatever we want our kids to be good at, we want to help them practice. We wanna teach them to practice. We wanna teach them that it's important to work at it, to be motivated. But when we talk about our faith, that's where it gets dicey. How do we teach our kids to have faith? How do we teach our kids to have a relationship with God? Because there's a big difference in knowing about God and knowing God. There's a big difference in knowing about something and actually knowing it. Like, I know about computers but I don't know how to work them very well, right? And so it's the same thing. So we can know about God. We can hear about God. We can tell our kids about God. We can take them to church where they hear about God. We can even even play um, great music to where they listen and they even memorize the words that they're singing about God. But how do we teach them to get to know God personally? And that comes with practice. And so there are things, there are four faith skills that we're going to talk about and their faith skills that any Christ follower, any believer should practice and become good at and so they're going to help us all and so we're going to focus on four faith skills and so over the next five weeks um, we are going to break that down each individual skill and talk about what it looks like in our home how do we um, help our kids whether they're eight years old or whether they're 18 years old develop these faith skills and how do we develop them ourselves because if I'm going to be honest with you guys I'm going to be transparent and I'm going to tell you guys some of these skills I am not good at at all which also tells me those are the ones I need to work at the most right and so here's what we're going to do we're going to talk about these four faith skills and so the first one that we'll talk about is here that's right, here. Um, here is just basically listening to God's words. And there are so many different ways that we can hear God's word, right? We can read His word. We can go to church um, and listen to a sermon, a message. We can um, hear music, worship music, and let it fill our, our minds and our, our hearts. So it's basically just hearing from God through His word through His creation, and through His people, okay? So here is gonna be our first faith skill that we're gonna focus on. The second one is pray, and that might sound easy, but for some of us like me, that is not one of my best skills. I am awesome, at when it's just me and God, and I'm talking to Him, I'm telling you, it's great. But when I have to pray out loud and in front of people, I panic because I am not one of these eloquent prayers that can, you know, I mean, I have, I've heard some people pray and I'm thinking, man, I hope somebody recorded that because that could be like the next top hymn, right? We could be singing their prayer literally in church next Sunday and it would be awesome. So that's not me, guys. I don't have that eloquent speech or eloquent way of talking when I pray. Um, I just... Pray what comes naturally to me, and I, um, I say um a lot so when i pray i actually say uh yeah god you know i mean that's just me so pray helping um, connect to god through prayer and through talking to god um, showing gratitude for who he is for what he's done through prayer we can be honest we can say we're sorry we can admit things that we've done we can really just let it out there and so talking to god is that second faith skill we're going to focus on the third one is talk It's that simple, talk. Talk about your faith. Articulate your faith um, with God. That's talking about faith with your friends, with mentors, um, and hearing them talk about their faith. Because one way that I have developed my faith a little bit better is hearing stories of the things that God has done in their life and so when we talk about our faith and when we encourage our kids to talk about their faith to be open and honest about how they're feeling and their questions that they have then that helps them grow and understand and own their own faith so the last thing is live Okay, live. So live is basically worshiping with your life. Live is what um, it's learning to worship by living life in a way that honors God. So worshiping God is more than singing songs, guys. And so um, for a lot of people, that's just what we um, we we recognize you know when we hear the word worship we automatically think of singing but worship is showing god honor and just coming to him and and what we do with our lives that everything we do should be worshipful to him everything we do should honor him and so that's what live is and so they are all very important skills that all of us should be working on that all of us should um make important in our lives and work on those and practice them. I mean, you know, I, I look back at Matthew and he worked so hard with basketball. And you guys, he was told that he was too little. He would never be able to, to make anything. He would never be able to play for a team. He would never, you know, he was told so many things um, about why he couldn't do this. And, you know, and I think about myself. I tell myself all the time, I'm not good at praying out loud. I'm not good at this. I'm not, I can't, you know, some people can look up scriptures so fast that they can beat other people who are Googling it to find it. That's not me. I'm not really quick with, with thumbing through the Bible and finding a specific scripture. That's not my gift. But you know what? It takes practice and it takes motivation. It takes drive and desire to do that. And, you know, that's not something that it just happens overnight. That's something that, that you have to work on. And so we can't expect our kids and our teenagers to just have this suddenly want to pursue god pursue a relationship and seek his light, his meaning and his um his guidance for our lives, for their lives. It's something they have to develop and that's something we can help them develop. And so that's what we're gonna be doing the next few weeks. We are going to um, have a session on hear, pray, talk and live. And we're gonna walk through that. I also have some great devotionals. If you're interested, message me. at Promised Land Kids or Branch Student Ministry on Facebook, and I can make sure that we um, get you some materials, get you some information on what we have for all age groups to help with that. We have a great devotional series that goes perfectly with the faith skills that we would love for you to follow along, maybe even um, get with some other families and do that together. That would be pretty cool to hear from other um, adults and teenagers or kids uh, that they maybe it's good for our kids to hear that others question the same things maybe they question or struggle in the same areas it's always good to have those other voices and so um, one thing that um, when you're working on faith skills with your kids that you've got to remember um, first off is it's never ever too late to start whether you have 936 weeks and you're just learning how to do uh, prayer at the kitchen table or whether you have two weeks it's never too late to start helping your kids um, develop their faith skills. And another thing is it's never too early to start. So that can start very early, helping develop those that healthy foundation of faith skills. Another thing is you don't have to have all the answers. It's okay to say, I don't really know that answer. Let's look it up together let's ask someone else, or maybe we should table that and come back to it um, a little later. Let's look it up together it's okay to not have all the answers nobody nobody has all the answers and so that's okay to admit that and our kids need to hear us admit that as well Um, another thing is you need to tap into your resources like i said i have resources for you Um, there's lots of apps out there there's lots of blogs there's lots of resources for you guys to help you um, help your kids develop um, and practice faith skills It all starts with you. That's the biggest thing. So modeling that and encouraging them to do that, maybe setting up a time where you do that together, letting them see you do that. And if you have teenagers, Rome wasn't built in a day don't pester them model it for them Um, help them to understand that it's okay uh, for them to think the bible is boring because at some point in our life we've all read different parts of the bible and think oh my gosh what did i just read i've got to go back and read it again because i totally zoned out Um, it's okay for them to think that but we need to help them develop skills to where they can um, have relevant. Bible study where they can understand that God's word can be exciting and it can be very relevant to their lives. So that's it. I just wanted to talk a little bit about faith skills and about what we do with every week because every week matters in the life of our kids. And so whether, like I said, whether you have 936 or whether you have two, it's never too late to start or never too early to start uh, working on those faith skills with your kids. So join us in the next few weeks as we work on this together And next week, we will dig into hearing God's Word. So we'll see you later.